Welcome to the More Love Podcast with Helen Reynolds, where we uncover the innate power held within each of us that's been withheld for thousands of years. This power is innately and rightly yours, but it's been hidden, lied about, and taken from you. If you want your freedom and your power to create back, this is the podcast for you. Hit subscribe, settle in, and enjoy. In today's episode, I'm sharing it with Judy Carroll. Thank you, Judy, for joining me again on the More Love podcast. Thank you for having me again, Helen. It's a great pleasure. I had wonderful feedback from our last conversation. I won't give you a huge introduction, but clearly you're an author. Is the most recent book, The Extraterrestrial Presence on Earth? That's my latest hard copy print book, but I've had two others um, that are up as e-books, which is an interview with an alien and um, cosmic spirituality, uh, blend, uh, what is it, blending religion and science in oneness. I've always got to think of those subtitles. I'll just forget them. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that book, actually. We spoke about that a little, a little bit in the previous conversation. Yeah. And just for new listeners, well, who might be new to this conversation, haven't heard our previous conversation, you have dual planetary consciousness and yes. so both Earth human and Zeta Gray consciousness. Yes, that's right, Helen. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this was a pre-birth choice that I made coming into this life because I wanted to work as an ambassador between the two races. Mm. Yeah, and you're doing a really good job. Thanks. So we talked more about that in the previous conversation, so we're just going to take that as a given this time and (laughs) um, draw on some of your ET resources and contacts and and higher perspectives on the Earth situation at the moment. So it's going to be a great conversation. Yes. So we're going to kick off with a blog that I recently wrote. And it's a little story about how during the time of the floods here in southeast Queensland just a couple of weeks ago, I went back to the mainstream media to see updates on the floods and the weather reports and, you know, what people were doing to help. And, oh, my gosh, it was despicable and unbearable kind of journalism. So I turned it off. I ended up back on Telegram and got hooked into the stories about Putin saving the world and clearing out the American biolabs out of the Ukraine and all this really alternative perspective on the war in the Ukraine, which I thought was quite a breath of fresh air, you know, if there was some hope in the situation and maybe the war wasn't all futile and he wasn't going to kill thousands of civilians and so on. And I found it quite addictive. I ended up on Telegram more and more and more, you know. And suddenly the words popped into my consciousness. What if this version of the story isn't true either? What if neither of them are true? And that caught my attention. And at first I defended myself for reading the news and getting, you know, I'd really sort of grasped a hold of this this version of the story but in the grasping of the story I simultaneously will after after I defended myself and my um, higher self said no 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 defense isn't good enough here you really have to look at this 
<laughs> I discovered that in grasping the alternative version of the war story, I had lost my wholeheartedness and therefore my, you know, I dropped out of my heart space and back into the material world. And so I thought that's a really nice place to start the conversation because you're much better practiced at staying in the heart space oh, and you have some opinions sure. yeah. um, about this experience. That's for sure, Helen. Um, yeah, I know that a lot of people turn to the alternative media, but, oh, boy, you can really get lost down in a rabbit warren. I've had actually quite a lot of experience with them coming from the off-planet perspective and the massive amount of disinformation put out on the greys by online, mm. you know, uh, media. Um, so I don't trust them much more than I trust the mainstream media, I'm afraid, <laughs> from my own experience. I've experienced both and they're both as bad as each other. You know, I got stuck in, well, I, got, I was grasping onto a story that I felt had hope in it, but it's still... Um, still much of the alternate media still has a an underlying fear basis for their articles, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's interesting, um, Helen, because Maris, my tall grey teacher, sent something through just a couple of days ago because I was I was getting into the same state um, and not knowing where to turn and I said in you know, desperation, Maris, please will you help to clarify this in my mind? He'd already told me that there are two groups in opposition with each other down here and they're both motivated by the off-planet, uh, I mean the reptarian, I should say, controllers um, and through extreme political wings. But he took it a little bit further I've actually put this together for the podcast that my friend Paula Jane and I co-host put up on our YouTube channel. The Just Love series for anyone who wants to look it up. Okay, Helen, well, look, what I'd like to do, I'd actually like to share this teaching or a message that Myra's gave me here. So it's up, you know, coming from here and also through our podcast channel. The main thing is what he said is it's way deeper than what's being put across by the mainstream media. At the same time, alternative media sources don't have the full story either and are carrying out their usual hype and stirring up even more fear, anger and divisiveness, which is exactly what the planetary controllers want. They've used this divide-and-conquer agenda on Earth for millennia since biblical times and before. The key is to understand that there are actually three layers of reality being played out here. Oh, my gosh. Quite a number, <laughs> quite a number of people on Earth are waking up to the fact that the majority of humanity has been and is being controlled and brainwashed by the ones known as the Cabal, Illuminati, planetary controllers, reptarians, whatever you want to call them who in turn operate through both left and right-wing political extremism and also through fundamentalist religion and science. These are the two layers of work down here in 3D, the controllers and the controlled. However, overriding this whole scenario is a third layer, the cosmic force. This force is non-polarised, so its reality is balance and oneness. This is why higher off-planet cultures refer to it as oneness, source, and cosmic consciousness. It does not express the lower human emotions and vices of jealousy, judgment, and a need to be praised and worshipped, as does the so-called God of the Old Testament, which humans have created in their own image. This is only a shadow of the higher reality of oneness. True oneness simply is. 
everything that happens on Earth or elsewhere in the cosmos has its beginnings at this higher level of pure potential. Every being in the cosmos is subject to it as being pure consciousness, it is at the core of us all. How much we open ourselves and tap into it is dependent upon our free will. As non-polarised energy, it is balanced and oneness, both of which best express as unconditional love. Imbalance is expressed through the lack of unconditional love. In other words, fear, which is expressed through xenophobia, racism, religious prejudice, divisiveness, separation, and ego. This fear cannot exist at the 5D level to which Earth, as we know it, is shifting. Fifth world consciousness does not encompass such polarity, as it is more attuned to oneness and balance. The planetary controllers are, of course, fighting to maintain their control, but they too, even more than controlled humanity, are being put to the test. Their Armageddon has come. Humanity is slowly awakening. Chaos is the result, but change is happening, with death providing a portal, an opening to a higher state of being for many souls at this time. We do understand the difficulty that many humans have with the concept of death because of the wrong teachings and beliefs that have been force-fed to humanity by the planetary controllers through their religions based on judgment and fear. True religion is only unconditional love. Oneness and balance is the overriding and eternal force in the universe. Everything must return to a state of oneness and balance in the end. It can be no other way. That's what he said to say about it. Wow. We'll just finish the podcast there, shall we? I mean, just hit repeat and listen again. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was amazing. It blew, it blew me away when it came through. It woke me up at four o'clock in the morning to do it, which it usually doesn't do. It usually respects the fact that I like my sleep. <laughs> but, uh, no, I said, come on, this is important. Come on. <laughs> wow, where to start? There's so much in that. So he basically said that the, the planetary controllers have polarized because that was the previous message wasn't it they've polarized and started fighting within themselves yeah they're really being pushed aren't they they are they are yeah yeah the the actual the ones that i really refer to as the controllers are sort of behind the two groups down here who are fighting with each other so it's almost like they're pushing the fight from both sides it's really hard to put into words but that's what's happening if I was listening, the question that would come to my mind would be, does that mean that the controllers that we see on Earth, like Biden and Scott Morrison, sorry, <laughs> um, and Trudeau and so on and so on, that they're controlled by off-planet controllers? Yes, they're not actually off-planet. They're an ancient Earth human species. I refer to them as the Repterans. They're a reptoid species that was created back at the time of the dinosaurs. They had very high technology from the ones who seeded them down here, and they basically hijacked the planet and enslaved Earth hum- humanity right back, you know, right back in biblical times. They took, you know, the serpent in the Garden of Eden. That's the story of, of them taking over and interfering with this younger human race that was being created, which is today's humanity. And they've kept them enslaved ever since through their divide and conquer um, agenda. Fear, 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 fear. Well, yeah. I think we yeah. talked about that last time and that, that we were, we being Earth humans, yeah. were offered free will too soon. Yes. 
this. At the same time, people need to be tested for free will. I mean, you know, we have to take free free will and use it to choose between love and fear. So it is a very necessary component down here. Is that the two levels that Maris was referring to and then the third level is off? Yes. Yes. The, the third level is beyond the reptilian. Oh, controls. that's right. The one yeah, that's beyond the cosmic level. <laughs> How could I make that mistake? Oh, look, don't worry. It's so confusing. Yeah, well, that experience that's in my blog really um, made it clear to me that I have to disengage from the story and just focus on the oneness and feeling that warmth and love and openness in my heart and joining with the oneness above all else. That Helen, that is so important because what people need to realise, we create our own reality through the way we think. And, and that's what Maris and all the other higher teachers keep pushing. We must start to create positivity rather than negativity. So every time we engage with all this stuff, we create a lot more negativity that just builds it. Well, I think in the message Mara said, you know, it creates anger and division and judgment because you yeah. can't read one of those articles and not uh, end up thinking, worth of someone you know whether it's yeah. scott morrison or biden or trudeau or putin or whoever yeah you you can't walk away from reading one of those articles and think that one isn't worse than the other exactly 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 and and the planetary controllers reptilians they're coming from fear too to have this desperate need to control humanity so again they're out of balance I heard a really nice um, explanation for them. I'll just try and repeat it as best I can. So the the explanation was there is only one creator who can create. So creation is the expansion, the new, the, um, well, how else can you say it? The expansion and the new. And yeah, so, the evolution. Yeah. And so the c- controllers are not creators. They essentially, because they're not creators, because there is only one creator, they have to harvest energy essentially or pull it from us. Yes, yes. Um, Which is why they need the fear and which is why they need the anger and the judgment and the all those agitating emotions. Yes, because that's what they they feed on. They feed on fear and anger. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Exactly, mm. because what you, you can't be a creator unless you work, unless you come from oneness. Oneness is the energy behind creation, and we're we're all on some level we're training to become creator beings or part of the creator being, I should say. Um, but the controllers are trying to hold humanity back because to become one with the creator being is empowerment. So that's why they've tried to keep us in disempowerment, so that they can keep control down here. And I think that leads into or or coalesces with why, you know, people like me, when we're when we're looking for that sense of beingness that we know is inside us and we just can't find it in the material world, you know, we're it's like we're simultaneously yearning for love as well yes. as just desperate to get our power to create back. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I, I think so many people on earth are the same. I mean this is what drives people into addictions because on the deepest level of our being, we know that there's something more out there and we, we desperately want to link with it, but we don't know how because that ability has been taken away from us. 
And so a lot of people then turn to addictions and things to try and satisfy that deep need inside their own heart. Or to quell it at least. Yeah, to quell it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And this, this is where the ETs feel so very sorry when they see this happening. I mean, we feel so sorry for Earth plane humanity that they can't wake up and see this. And this is why a lot of people, when they're first contacted by an ET, the first thing the ET says to them is, it's time for you to wake up. I mean, I remember saying that to people in my grave form. <laughs> and that's what the wake up is. Come on, wake up. You've got the God force within you. Wake up to your own empowerment. Well, it's a wild ride as you wake up. <laughs> However, <Yeah. laughs> it's so worth it. Life becomes simpler. Everything becomes easier. You get you you return to that inner guidance. The and the and the mainstream media has no hold on you anymore. I mean, it was this. It was an absolute piece of cake to turn that crap back off again last week yes. or whenever. Two weeks. Uh, time flies, but you know, I I lasted about ten minutes. I just couldn't bear it, and it was so easy to turn it off. Yeah, whereas that's right. turning it off the first time all those years ago, I was like, oh, but I'll be missing out on the news. What will happen if I miss out on the news? I won't know what's going on around me. That something yeah. still made me do it, but there was, I, you know, it was much harder to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it is. It's, it's just another addiction, really. When you think about it, it's yeah. an addiction too. Um, you know, so many people are addicted to drama and and fear, and you know, this is why all the horror movies and the horror stories about evil aliens coming to invade Earth, people love that. They link into it. Whereas if, if you speak out about, oh, look, you know, the greys are just here to try and help us, they've got a great sense of humour, and people think, oh, that's boring. No, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'd rather listen to the, the negative stuff. <laughs> and it's interesting that Maris put death, the importance of understanding death in that message. Yes. Yes. So I've just, I don't know, three or four podcasts back, I, I did an episode on death with Claire Goldsbury, who's written a lovely book titled The Illusion of Life and Death. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. This, it's been so badly handled down here on Earth. Um, I mean, you know, when, when the controllers, the Empress Constantina Justinian, took Christianity out of the hands of Jesus, who was here to teach the, the proper thing, they took it over, um, took reincarnation out of the teachings, which Jesus taught. Um, and, I mean, that was one of the, they talk about the original sin. That was the original sin when teachings on reincarnation were taken out of Christianity and church scripture because understanding reincarnation is a step towards oneness because when you can remember having lived lives in all the different countries down here and off planet and all over, you begin to be able to empathise with people of different nationalities and cultures and planets, etc. And then to put the fear of death into people by this judgmental God figure and the hellfire and everything. I mean, I, I went to a convent as a child, so I was fed that big time. <laughs> so it's no wonder people are terrified of the thought of dying. And then if you're not terrified of the, the judgment of the pearly gates, then the flip argument is that you can't go to heaven unless you die. So, yeah. you know, it's no yeah. wonder so many people on life think, on earth, think that, you know, what, it, it, suicide seems like a viable option when your life seems so hellish on earth. Exactly. Heaven's exactly. only available after death anyway, which is a lie. If anyone's listening, that's not true. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the other thing that people don't who who don't have any belief system, they think that you're just going to blank out and cease to exist. They don't realise that we're way more than the physical body. The physical body is such a small component of the whole soul self, and that consciousness is carried on after death. And could we say that it was that consciousness that triggered our physical form in the first place? Yes, 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 because the soul creates a physical form to have physical experience, which is just part of its growth, mm. which leads to the, the you know evolution and growth for the whole of the cosmos, because in reality we're all one. <laughs> oh, that was a, uh, another question. How How do you explain that the reptarians and the controllers are part of a loving and benevolent creation. Okay, because we're creators down here in training schools, <coughs> uh, planet Earth is a school planet, um, and our lesson is to learn to create in positivity rather than negativity. So we need to have the negative side of things presented to us so that we can make the choice. Opposites are important. Like we wouldn't understand warmth and appreciate warmth if we didn't understand cold. We wouldn't appreciate daylight if we didn't understand the darkness of night. And it's exactly the same thing. We can't appreciate positivity unless we've experienced negativity. So it's it's like that sets up the ability for us to make the choice between the two. Both have to be offered. Um, you know, one of the teachers who's extremely well-known on the planet uh, Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks, she yeah. often talks about the you know the learnings that come out of the contrast. It's yes. the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Contrast is needed on a planet like Earth, and and planet planet Earth is right down the bottom of the human ladder that the Greys talk about. Ten le- levels. That's we, we can only access about ten percent of our potential conscious awareness. So it is hugely polarized. It's one of the most polarized planets in the universe. So because of that, it's like, you know, Harvard, Harvard University or a Cambridge University. It's a brilliant school planet because of this polarity and contrast that are offered. So I think that plays into, too, the fact that many of us are really sensitive to it. You know, people can wake up feeling the pain and burden of what's going on in the Ukraine at the moment, and they don't know why. They're home yeah. in Australia um, or, you know, wherever they are in the world, they're safe. They've woken up in their own bed. They've got food and, you know, water and electricity. Yeah, they're yeah, perfectly yeah. safe, yet they feel this incredible burden of what's going on in the world. Yes, and yes. I think we're yeah. sort of tuned in more than we realise. Oh, look, we are. I mean, we operate in oneness. Um, you know, that's, that's what unconditional love is about. It's about oneness. And every human being on earth is, is intrinsically linked to every other human being. We're all part of each other. Just the same as we're all part of the planet. Same thing, part of the cosmos. And, the, you know, if we came here as an um, educational planet, we, we would have kept our feeling, you know, our ability to sense would have been part of our choice, wouldn't it, you know, because that yeah. would speed up our education, so to speak. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we won't go too far down that path because there's a few little windy cracks in that one. There's another (laughs) path with bigger windy cracks. Um, Oh, my goodness, goody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This thought's been rolling through my brain. What would I say if I met Scott Morrison? And, uh, of course, many unpolite 
unrepeat of all things came to mind initially. And then I started to wonder, you know, if this thing that people uh, may, maybe him, maybe not him, but that, that, that there are people in the world that worship a Satan, um, if, if that is true, I thought to myself, how disappointed they must be when they discover that there isn't a Satan and that there isn't a hell. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, I thought you might be able to give some extra information and maybe some clarity around that. Yeah, um, well, from what I can, I can see, this is where fundamentalist Christianity comes from. They're very caught up in 3D. Uh, they're people who desperately want something more, which we all do. I mean, that's natural, um, but they're... Uh, they are very tunnel vision in that they can't move past the 3D. And so this is why a lot of the Bible has been misinterpreted on a 3D level, whereas it's actually much, much higher with much higher frequency teachings in it. Um, so, you know, the old hellfire and Satan and that, all Satan is, it's, it's the energy of fear as opposed to what we could say Christ consciousness within our being or cosmic consciousness. Um, and people tend to... Uh, those who are thinking that way tend to not link into their cosmic consciousness. They sort of have the door closed because we have to open it, you know, it's a free will choice. Um, and because fear and drama are so addictive, they're caught up in that and then they tend to spread it out to others around them. Does that sort of make sense? Mm. But fear is a thing that's, well, as you said, totally made up. It's not It's not yeah. the heart of creation. It's a, It's... Well, it's the absence of love. Exactly, exactly. And see, people have to understand when we're talking about fear, we're not talking about, you know, being scared of a poison snake or something like that. That sort of fear is okay. That protects us. Um, it's fear of like you know, racism, prejudice, religious prejudice, xenophobia, fear of people who are different. And this is then carried off planet to be what my publisher calls cosmic racism so that any off-planet race who doesn't look normal human is immediately um, labelled as being demons or, or evil or something. And, I mean, the Greys are a classic example of that. You know, it's just pure cosmic racism. One of the uh, people who make a huge contribution to the A Course of Love community, I watched mm. a snippet of a video um, with this person this morning and I just thought, wow, look at him in human form. He looked so much like a grey to me. He had really dark eyes that were just not narrow and yeah, a tiny yeah. mouth. And <laughs> a very hand he's a very handsome man. He doesn't look peculiar at all, but yeah. I just really felt like he's a grey in human form. Oh, very likely he is. There's far more of a stand here than people realise. And he's making a wonderful contribution to the expansion yes. of love energy. Yeah, he's probably got a lot of um, physical genetics from the Zeta reticulans in, in his in his makeup. That's why he would look so much like that. Um, yeah, I know someone else like that. He's a very very highly evolved soul, and they look so grey. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I know a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> what else did Morris cover in that message? Well, he's he's still now he's working on um, talking about the climate change thing. Um, because, because again, they're hyping up a lot of fear that, you know, it's the controllers who are, who are controlling the climate and doing things. But he actually sent a whole teaching through on this. I haven't got it with me here. Um, but what he's saying is that a lot of the problem with what's behind climate change is the fact 
that, again, planet Earth is so out of balance because of all the patriarchal control that's been um, around for so many millennia uh, and it's thrown the planet out of balance. Anyone who has done any study in Eastern medical uh, things like, you know, Reiki or acupuncture or, or um, reflexology or anything like that understands that we all have an energy body. We're not just a physical form. We have an energy body. This is, this is what acupuncturists use when they stick their needles in. They stick their needles into acupuncture points through the body. Planet Earth herself has an energy body. And because of all the patriarchal energy, this has caused too much yang hot energy, as opposed to yin, cold energy. And in fact, in Chinese medicine, all conditions of illness come under those classifications as either a yang condition or a yin condition, and the needles are manipulated to balance everything out. So this is what's happened with Earth. It's become way too yang. So, you know, the heating process, and this is why the planet herself is trying to bring it back into balance with extra cold winters. Because people who don't believe in climate change say, oh, that's a load of rubbish. Look, we're getting an extra cold winter. No, no, it's not heating up. But that's what's happening. The planet herself is trying to intervene to bring herself back into balance. Mm, wow. So that's, I mean, okay, the controllers are probably contributing to it. I'm not saying they're not. Just the same as we're contributing with, you know, our burning fuels, you know, oil-based, coal-based fuels and things. But it's the planet herself that's, in this position that needs to be rebalanced. So I guess that leads us to the point, how can we best help? You know, if we're not going to engage in the stories of either the mainstream media or the alternate media, um, how do we, it comes back to the beginning of our conversation, doesn't it? It comes back to centering ourselves in the oneness. Yes, centering ourselves in oneness. The other thing that the greys go on so much about, and you can see it in the way they do things, non-attachment, compassionate non-attachment. That's a real important thing because if you start getting attached to things, you waste your energy. That's one of the things that's taught up on the ships um, when we're doing healing on people up on the ship. Occasionally, those of us who live human lives down here, we can start to feel a bit of emotion coming up when we're healing someone. And immediately, one of the teachers will come up and just place their hands on us. Okay, step back from the emotion. Because if you bring emotion in, you're cutting back on the energy that you're able to give this person your healing. And this is part of the good training that I've received in Reiki as well. Don't get caught up in the person's energy. Just stand back and allow the healing energy to run freely. And so that's sort of how we've got to respond to what's going on down here. Non-attachment, but of course we have compassion because it horrifies us to see what's going on. We're only human. The greys and earth humans, we all feel the same way, ETs, I mean. But just standing back and sending love, just keep sending love. The people who send um, healing, uh, like I know in Reiki, we can we can transmit healing from you know from here. There's, there's no time and space involved. But anyone who wants to send healing or send prayers or whatever, some lovely wording that one of the great teachers gave us once, right back in the 9/11 event in America, and he said to us, "When you send Reiki, send Reiki to the heart of the American people." And that really got me. I thought, that is so beautiful. So what I've been doing and the people around me who will do Reiki, we've been sending Reiki to the heart of the Russian and the Ukrainian people to bring back balance and unconditional love. 
that gets to the point I didn't quite finish earlier in that it, you know, in the alternate media, it gets quite extreme. And that's how I ended up talking about these people who worship Satan. But they are all part of creation too. And so we have to send love to their hearts as well. Otherwise, we are excluding them from creation, which isn't actually possible, nor nor beneficial in our in our expansion and growth either. Exactly, exactly. Another thing Maris always says, negativity can never be overcome by more negativity. Negativity can only be overcome by positivity. And positivity will always win out in the end because positivity is expansive, negativity implodes upon itself. So we could switch out love in the positivity sense and and fear in the negativity sense in that statement, couldn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that series of books that were put out? Oh, my goodness, I can't remember. Uh, the, the Celestine Prophecy. Mm. And there was the Insights, the 10th Insight, the Celestine James Prophecy. James Redfield. That was, yeah, that's right. That was basically what he was trying to get across in those stories. Always send love mm. to whatever the situation is. Love can always heal it. Whereas if you send back anger, it's not going to help. It only makes things worse. Mm. And it enhances our attachment to the situation, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. Because mm. it feeds our ego. I think it's useful at this point to remember that love is that third dimension that Maris was talking about. You know, it's yes, higher, yes. it's above these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I, why he said it's non-polarised. Mm. That just means it's balanced, There's you know. No more negativity in there. It's positivity is holding it together in a state of balance. So when we turn to our heart practices, um, I always think of my heart being warm and expansing and and doing my best to live from the heart, keep my mind open to receiving the heart. Yeah. So I don't tend to spend a lot of time on the other chakras or the other energy systems within my body. I I just go to the heart. So will my heart balance the other energy systems in my body? Yes, that's what the heart's all about. Um, the The heart is the bridge between the higher chakras and the lower chakras. So it's the balancer, absolutely for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might still yeah. find me on your Reiki table though at times. <laughs> well, that's something that we actually teach in Reiki. When we do Reiki, when we teach Reiki, the heart of the heart of a Reiki attunement, uh, a Reiki learning Reiki is the attunement process. And the very first attunement that we do reattunes the heart chakra and brings it back into balance. Um, so at Reiki level one, there are four attunements. The first one works on the heart, the second one works on the throat and the solar plexus. The third one, third eye and sacral chakra, and the last attunement is crown and base chakra, which then seals the whole lot in. Wow. The heart, the heart chakra, that's the key one. And when, when we when we link into Reiki energy, Reiki doesn't grow in your own energy system. We just draw it straight through the crown chakra because it's been opened up through the attunement process, comes from the crown chakra down to the heart chakra, runs down the heart meridians in both arms and out through the palms and the fingertips. So, again, it's based in the heart. It's a lovely treatment to receive. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, that's addictive. <laughs> <laughs> Good kind of addictive. <laughs> yes. yes. 
is it possible, in your opinion, to live in this mixed-up, crazy world and not have any news as such? You know, how how much do we need to know what's going on around us in terms of that sort of news-type oh, stuff? Look, it's sort of good to keep in touch. I mean, I listen to the news. Um, I don't listen to um, online stuff, but I just listen to the mainstream news just to get the basics of what's going on, but I don't attach into it. I just non-attach. You to hear, listen to what they say. Um, if you feel you need to take steps, well, fair enough, but don't get too caught up in it and don't link into the fear and drama. Just be aware of there's a lot of fear mongering as well. Part of our education on here on Earth must be discernment. Oh, look, again, yes, again, yeah, Mara said a teaching through all that as well, discernment, <laughs> yeah, really important. <laughs> and, and just learning to feel within your own heart what feels right and feels you know, doesn't feel right. Particularly in the alternate uh, type news, discernment is absolutely oh. critical, probably oh. even more so than mainstream media. Yeah. The mainstream media seem to have one script. You know, all yeah. over the world they're sending that one message and COVID was a brilliant example of that. But yeah. in the main, in the alternative media, oh, my gosh, there's like oh. a million different scripts and all these different <laughs> points of view. And you, <laughs> if you want to practice oh. discernment, go down that path. I'm not really encouraging that because, um, well, <laughs> I've just pulled myself out of that and it's much better. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't stand it. You know, I, I like to live my life in peace because, I mean, that's the positive uh, reality that I'm creating for myself. So if I'm going to go into uh, into the media all the time and listen to all this divide and fighting and, and you know, this one's evil and this one's bad and this one's got Satan, you know, motivated by Satan and all the stuff they come out with, that's certainly not going to enhance the peacefulness of your life. I'd rather go out and dig in the garden <laughs> <laughs> or even mow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i agree with you i'm wondering judy if we could wrap up this interview with with you reading maris's message again would that be okay it was just so yeah, beautiful and there's fine. so much that's, in it yeah no, no worries i've just got to find us here yep here we are okay go into it again <clears throat> okay talking about the what's going on in russia and the ukraine and the rest of the world, it's way deeper than what's been put across by the mainstream media. At the same time, alternative media sources don't have the full story either and are carrying out their usual hype and stirring up even more fear, anger and divisiveness, which is exactly what the planetary controllers want. They've used this divide and conquer agenda on Earth for millennia, since biblical times and before. The key is to understand that there are actually three layers of reality being played out here. Quite a number of people on Earth are waking up to the fact that the majority of humanity has been and is being controlled and brainwashed by the ones known as the Cabal, Illuminati, planetary controllers, reptarians, or whatever you want to call them, who in turn operate through both left and right-wing political extremism and also through fundamentalist religion and science. These are the two layers that work down here in 3D, the controllers and the controlled. However, overriding this whole scenario is the third layer, the cosmic force. This force is non-polarised, so its reality is balance and oneness. 
This is why higher off-planet cultures refer to it as oneness, source, and cosmic consciousness. It does not express the lower human emotions and vices of jealousy, judgment, and the need to be praised and worshipped, as does the so-called God of the Old Testament, which humans have created in their own image. This is only a shadow of the higher reality of oneness. True oneness simply is. Everything that happens on Earth or elsewhere in the cosmos has its beginning at this higher level of pure potential. Every being in the cosmos is subject to it as being pure consciousness. It is at the core of us all. How much we open ourselves and tap into it is dependent upon our free will. As non-polarised energy, it is balance and oneness, both of which best expresses unconditional love. Imbalance is expressed through the lack of unconditional love, in other words, fear, which is expressed through xenophobia, racism, religious intolerance, divisiveness, separation and ego. This fear cannot exist at the 5D level to which Earth, as we know it, is shifting. Fifth world consciousness does not encompass such polarity as it is more attuned to oneness and balance. The planetary controllers are, of course, fighting to maintain their control, but they too, even more than controlled humanity, are being put to the test. Their Armageddon has come. Humanity is slowly awakening. Chaos is a result, but change is happening, with death providing a portal and opening to a higher state of being for many souls at this time. We do understand the difficulty that many humans have with the concept of death because of the wrong teachings and beliefs that have been force-fed to humanity by the planetary controllers through their religions based on judgment and fear. True religion is only unconditional love. Oneness and balance is the overriding and eternal force in the universe. Everything must return to a state of oneness and balance in the end. It can be no other way. Perfect. Well, there's nothing more to say, is there? <laughs> Thank you so much, Judy, for taking the time to spend with me again. It's always an absolute pleasure. Oh, I just enjoy it so much, Helen. I love talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that's it for this episode of the More Love podcast. For all the references and books and things and Judy's um, contact details and so on, uh, that we've mentioned in this conversation, go to my website, livetruetoyou.com, and uh, you'll be able to navigate your way there to this episode and all those details. So please tell someone else who wants their power back about the More Love podcast. They'll be forever grateful that you've helped them reclaim their true state of being. Until we join together again, I wish you all the blessings that wholeheartedness brings. Bye for now.